everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Lots About Something podcast. This is the podcast where we, the Lots, always talk about something. Hopefully, it'll be something to uh, encourage you, make you laugh, help you along your drive or walk or whatever it is that you have going on. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for checking us out. If you're new, welcome in. If you're a returning listener, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Chris. I am... Uh, one half of your dynamic hosting duo, and I am, of course, joined by what some would say is the better of the two of us, my wife, Christy. How are you doing today, Christy? Doing good. Doing good. Christy, we are back from our one-week hiatus of a podcast, um, but it wasn't intentional. We did not intentionally miss the podcast last week, but we did. We'd been on such a roll, too. Yeah. And we missed it last week. I didn't know we'd missed it until I went to listen to it and I asked you about it. I honest, So, all right. So, I was disappointed. Yeah. I, I've heard several. <laughs> I, we've actually had several people ask about where the podcast was last week. Well, you know, everybody, our viewers and listeners the get up. The six listeners that we have. They were waiting on were our podcast, and it never definitely came Definitely waiting on the podcast. So we do apologize for that. Uh, technical error. I mean, it's essentially what happened was we were we recorded the podcast. We actually recorded it early because we knew that last Sunday, which is normally when we record, mm-hmm. um, we recorded on a Saturday because we knew last Sunday we were going to be super busy all day, and we wouldn't have time to record it. So we recorded early and had everything up and going and my mic was muted the entire time you could not you could only hear me vaguely through your microphone but it wasn't it was terrible it was really bad so it we had to um we had to scrap it Mm. we weren't able to use it yeah that was disappointing to not have it come out but we're back we're here we're doing it we're back at it, making it happen. Mics are good. We're good. As far as I know, at this point, I'm looking at it. I've triple checked it. Everything seems to be everything seems to be right at this point. So hopefully, when we get done with this, people will be able to hear us. Okay. We'll see what happens. Um, Christy, have you had a good week? Have we had a good week? Well, let's jump into it. So we've obviously <laughs> been we've obviously been <laughs> we've been out for the last two weeks. As far as podcast goes, as far as people hearing us. So we'll go into our first segment called What's New. And that's the segment we do every week where we just talk about what's new, what's been happening in our world over the last couple of weeks. Um, do you have anything new that you want to talk about? I don't have much new, but you do. So I'll let you go into your I do new. have something new that I wanted to mention. Um, I experienced something this week that I've never experienced before. Uh, and that is peanut butter Oreos. Okay. Peanut butter Oreos. Uh, Ganker was eating some the other day when we were playing Fortnite, and he kept bragging about how good they were. And I, man, I wanted them. And so you went to Target, and I said, "Hey, look for these peanut butter Oreos that Ganker kept talking about." And you found them, brought them home. They were pretty good. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Okay. Are you meaning to have your hat sideways? Yeah, if you're not, so if you're not watching us on Are you Spotify, to have it that way? I've kind of got my hat tilted to the side. Yeah, you don't like that. 
<laughs> I just didn't know if it was supposed to be that way. Why would it not be that way? I look, I look just dope. Okay. Okay. All right. I guess. I guess what you're saying is I don't look dope. I just was crooked. That's yeah. all. Okay. Um. So was that the something new that you were talking about that you wanted me to mention? No. Oh, no. Um. Oh, I know what it was. You wanted me. Uh. Well, let me think. I was trying to think. You can't remember what happened this week? I didn't want to talk about that. I was trying to think of something else other than that that I could mention, but I had to go to the uh I had to go to the emergency room this week. Mm-hmm. So woke up on Monday morning mm-hmm. like normal, got up, my back started hurting a little bit, and I took got dressed, took him to school. But on my way to school, my back was hurting. I started getting lightheaded, uh-huh. started feeling nauseous. So I just turned around and came home. I didn't even I didn't even go to work. I came home when I came when I hit the door, I felt so nauseous that I went <laughs> straight to the bathroom. I thought you were going to the bathroom. I was like, man, he's gotta go to the bathroom to come all the way back home. And I I never I never vomited. Right. But I did dry heave. Can you say that? Is yeah. that? Yeah. I don't want to gross people out. No. But um, I, I did dry heave. Yes, and I come in there, and you were laying on the floor, and my first thought was, "Oh my god, <laughs> she is passed out on the floor." So I said, "Are you all right?" Uh, just to paint the picture, I am <laughs> laying on the bathroom floor in my underwear. Only I've stripped out of all of my clothes. I'm sweating like dripping sweat yes. off of my body. Uh-huh. You come in and say, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm laying on the floor." You said, "Does that make you feel better?" <laughs> I said, "No." And you said, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> you were painting this picture. I've discovered in several years of marriage and children that i'm not very empathetic when it comes to stuff so it was a very tough day for me to um i was in so much to take care of everything i was was in a lot of pain um here's the crazy thing though i knew you were in a lot of pain you were sweating and that was a sign of pain and i thought we might i knew what it was i experienced and so i was like we might take you somewhere so you know take me to the emergency room they assumed that i had kidney stones Mm -hmm. did not find anything on a scan nothing like that here's the crazy thing though i was in so much pain in my body until i walked into the emergency room room like Mm -hmm. not when i went into the hospital itself but when they wheeled me back Mm -hmm. into the room I stood up and kind of bent over a little bit. I didn't have any pain, and I hadn't had any pain since then. Mm-mm. And they couldn't even find any kidney stones on the, on the scan. Right. There were some signs of stuff, so they just gave you some medicine and sent you on your way. But that was an interesting start to our week. Yeah. that And, you know, people have asked me since then how I felt. I feel like nothing has happened. Nothing happened. That was just like a blurb of a day. Like and then after that, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I have felt fine. So I have Emma has introduced me to something. Okay. 
I still don't know if I'm saying it right. And I don't even know if you know anything about it. But we were in Target yesterday. And something, she's got an app. Get real or real. Be, be right, real. Be real or real time. I keep calling it real time. I don't time. know what it is, but I think it's called be real. Okay, so we're walking through Target and then Emma says, oh, we got be real or real time or whatever. So you have to stop what you're doing, snap a picture, and it it posts. So I, was, I didn't quite understand what she was talking about. So I know a couple things about this. So it's an app. You can only post on it one time a day. No. Yeah, I think you can only post it one time a day. She told me it was a couple times. Oh, is it? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. All I know is I thought the whole world sees where you are. That's what I thought. That's true. And she said, well, you have to get the app. So it's kind of like Facebook or Instagram. You ask people to be your friend, follow you or whatever. And when that time happens, whoever's got the app, whatever you're doing, you snap a picture of it. Real time or what do you call it? Be real? Be real? I don't don't know. know. So it was very interesting. So on the way to the OC Kids meeting today, driving down the road, she says, oh, whatever she says, whatever she calls it. So we took a picture. So the only reason I know about this, and I wish I could remember who it was, I want to say, I want to say it was Wesley, said that. There, well, I think one of their kids, maybe Tyler. Tyler has it. Jessica, Jessica's got it. Does she? I mean, Emma showed it. Um, to and so I guess that was a social media app that he used. Was and I was like, "What is that?" I have I've no never idea. Heard of it I've before, never heard huh? of it either. I think that's where I heard about okay. it. So that's the only reason I even know. She just I thought it was interesting. Maybe our viewers, our listeners, have heard of it. I haven't. I haven't downloaded or anything yet. We should get a Be Real Lots About Something podcast. Oh, my goodness. Another one? Another social media platform? Sure. Why not? Why not have them all? So, I thought it was just interesting. I had no clue what it was. and So, Emma had to explain it to me again today going down the road. Okay. So, so we learned about Be Real. Mm-hmm. I keep calling it real time. I do love reels and all. You do love a good <laughs> reel on Instagram. <laughs> That's a uh, so they're just that's true vamping it up with another app anyway. Okay. Also talking about reels, I seen a video reel the other day, and I thought, is this true? Can this, is this a real thing? So I said I've got the stuff at home to practice it, and so I have something that I want to show on the video on Spotify video okay. of so, something that I saw and I wanted to show everybody that I couldn't believe that it actually worked. All right. So let me just understand this. Of the six listeners that we have, if they're not watching us on Spotify right now, the next how many seconds is not going to matter to them. Yeah, so. Oh, no, I'm asking. Oh. Well, I mean, you can All listen right. to it. So I'm going to explain. explain what's going on. All right, explain what's going on. Tell us what's happening. There's stuff that's right. happening in the studio <laughs> as we speak. All right, so I've seen this person light a candle, and then... And you have a lit candle I, right I now. I just lit my candle. Ooh, it's popping. Why is the candle popping? Pop- is it one of those fancy candles that, like, no, but we never blows do, we out? No, but we should do an ad for them. Is that a... Uh, this is a peach a, state soy candle. Yeah. So not sponsored by them, nor would we need to be to talk about it. Uh, man, these are some of the best candles. I love them. 
They're absolutely phenomenal. My buddy, uh, I call him the chef, mm-hmm. but Evan, okay. Chef Evan. Does he like to cook too? So when I first met him, he did. Okay. He was he liked to cook, and then well, he, for whatever he reason, candles. he got into the candle business. And this one is a candy cane candle I got at Christmas, but it, it's these are great wonderful candles. candles. You can find them. I think he has an Etsy shop. Okay. If you just go to was it Peach? It's Peach State Soy Candles. Peach State Soy Candles. Go on there, check them out. Um, Etsy shop. He'll ship them over if you're local. I, I call him, be like. Can you just bring them to the church? And he does that. Right. But he, yeah, great candles. Every candle that we smell, we love. And so we'll. We give them out at Christmas. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, I need to buy a bunch of these. So anyway, you lo- I watched them make the videos and they lit the candle and then they will blow the candle out. So you have a lit candle and a lighter in your hand right now. Yeah. So I'm going to blow the candle out. Right now. And then I'm going to. Hold my lighter away from the wick. Okay. Light it, and the smoke, something to do with the smoke, lights the candle without touching the wick Well, again. don't you just, isn't that how you light a candle anyways? You light you a. Let the flame touch the wick, though. But you're not doing that? All right, so she's just, she's blowing out the candle. She just blew it out. She's. And it lights. She, okay. Now, that's actually pretty impressive, Christy. All right, let me get over here. Can I move this right here? Yeah. All right, so. Just to explain what's happening, she is... And is lighting it without even touching... That's pretty cool, actually. Touching the... Where did you see this? On a reel. I hope that we don't set off a smoke alarm of some... Oh, I'm, look, I tried to blow out the microphone. You... <laughs> <laughs> okay. One more time. I mean, that's pretty nifty. So she's holding the candle or the flame. She's flicking the flame in the smoke of the candle, and it relights the candle. Yeah, so... I thought it was good. I'm sure there's some science behind that. I don't know the science to it, but I said, I'm going to try this, and it worked. It's pretty good. I'm going to leave the candle lit. You know what? That should, be, that should be a new segment, Christy, that you do, is you find stuff. Reels? You find things that you see on reels, and then we try them to see if they really work. I think that'd be great. That'd be a great segment I for us. I do love me a good reel. So, so that is the that may be the introduction to a brand new segment on the podcast called "Let's Get Reels." <laughs> and get but it? you should do it too. I should do it too. You should find one, and then we'll okay. just, we'll, right. we'll talk back I'll and keep forth. The, uh, I'll keep my eye out. So, if y'all have a candle and a lighter at home, light your candle, let it burn a few seconds, then blow it out and light your lighter and hold it away. From the wick, but in the smoke, and it should light it, like I just did it on it's pretty, It was pretty TV, nifty. So. Yeah, you, if you're watching, so if you don't know, you can watch the podcast on Spotify. Maybe you're new to the podcast. You can watch it on Spotify. You could see Christy trying out her. Trying my trick. Trying out her. A little trick. Her trick that she found on Reel. So that's good. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. I like it. Good job, Christy. Thank you. All right. Um. Well, Christy, I like to be I like to be transparent on the podcast. I think that's important for us to not put a put on airs. Pretty much we are who we say we are on here. I mean, okay. we don't really act things up. We don't pretend like things are happening. Um so the content for today's podcast really is the content for the podcast that we messed up. So we didn't recreate content for today's podcast. Mm-hmm. We're just redoing 
Most of it. Most of it. Now, some like the stories and different new. stuff like that, uh, the what's news and that kind of stuff, all of that's new. But like for the most part, the content of what we're going to talk about is so we already recorded it once and we're going to re-record it now. And as we were getting ready to do that, you are not excited about this con this content. <laughs> You actually said it's boring. Uh-huh. Is that so? Are, yeah. You think that the next couple minutes are going to be boring, basically? Maybe not to some people. So here's why this is a problem. Uh, this is here's why this is concerning to me is because the podcast, since we're in February, is supposed to be about relationships. And so. What we are going to talk about is our story of how our relationship got started. And so you basically are saying that our story of how we met and fell in love and started our family together is boring. Is that, Am I understanding that correctly? I just said it wasn't very exciting. Oh, okay. It, so we don't have an exciting story. No, we have a boring story. I know people want to hear about our story, but... But you don't care about it. I didn't say that. <laughs> I just said it's not as exciting and elaborate as everyone, you know, may think. I mean, I know how awesome we are. We all, are awesome. You know, but... We are awesome. You know, we'll go okay. through it, but it's nothing like... All right. Like some people's relationship i mean we're not like sleepless in seattle we're not like meeting by chance on top of a tower you make it sound like i i'm just trying to i'm just trying to keep perspective in front of in front of us well, I didn't like some of the things that you said in the first one. But that's so our was, story. I was letting I you know, don't it's say all that while we're talking about the story. So. It's our story. Okay. All right. So I will try my best to omit the parts that you have said that you don't like. Okay. But those are actually funny parts of the story. Let's just go on then. <laughs> Okay. All right. So we're going to continue on with a very boring part of our podcast. It's not going to the be boring. The next couple of minutes are very boring because since it is Valentine's Day. and It's week. In all honesty, we're this is Valentine's week. So this will post, Lord willing, Creek Don't Rise, um, and we don't have any more mic issues. <coughs> Excuse me. This will post the day before Valentine's. And so I can't think of anything better for you and I to talk about than how our love was established with one another. I can't wait to do that. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So we met in 2000. 2000. July of 2000. July of 2000. So how that kind of all came about for me, and you can kind of talk about how it all came about for you, because you didn't tell that last time. I, w I meant to tell you, I told some backstory to before we met, and you didn't mention any of that. So essentially, there was a there was a couple in our church named Tommy and Stacy, and Stacy, uh, I was the youth pastor at our church, at the church that I was attending, and... um. She came up to me and said that she had somebody she wanted me to meet. Mm -hmm. And 
she i was like you know what if you want to make it happen fine whatever it's totally fine whatever now i am omitting some parts right there that you don't like but if you ask me later podcast people the six listeners that we have i will tell you that part okay <laughs> but christy doesn't want me to tell you that part because can i just say it sure because i asked when she said she wanted me to meet somebody i just asked if you were good looking mm-hmm. why don't you like that i feel like you're making fun of me i'm that's i did not know you at this moment okay. this lady comes up to me and says i want you to meet a girl she told me that you sang good she told me that you were great with kids I'm a 20-year-old dude. I don't care about that crap. I want to know if you're good looking. Do I want to make out with you? That's what mattered at the moment. And she finally said, yes, yeah, she's very pretty. And mm-hmm. so then I'm I'm interested now. Mm-hmm. Now, if she had said, eh, it's not a looker, I'd have been like, I appreciate your consideration, but I would like to be removed from consideration for this opportunity. But that's not making fun of you. That's probably more of a uh, indictment of my lack of character, probably more than anything. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so sh- we kind of leave it at that. So why don't you kind of talk about your kind of how that. Is that similar for you? Yeah, so she had called me or whatever. I don't it was such a long time ago. I don't really remember. Now, were y'all like not see like did y'all see each other on a regular basis? No. I guess she, Oh, her sister I her sister was your pastor's wife. Right. I'd forgot about that. Right. I'd forgot about that. And then her other sister went to the church with us and her mom. Yes, okay. Yeah. I forgot about that connection. Mm-hmm. So she had said that uh, maybe I'd like to meet you. And so I, you played softball. So I said, well, I'll go see the softball game without him knowing I'm there. Because you and wanted to see if I was good looking. Just check you out to see if it was even something that see? I wanted to pursue. Um, you know, coming out of a relationship and then going looking for a new relationship. I really wasn't looking for a new relationship. You had been... You had- been in a relationship like a dating relationship yeah, for before a long that, time for a and long it time. turned out really bad so i didn't quite know if i was looking for a relationship and then a hero comes along yeah with the strength to carry on i'm sorry go ahead i couldn't resist i'm so sorry <laughs> so i i went to the softball game watched you pitch yeah and i thought oh he's pretty good at softball. did i play good i don't remember i had any dingers Maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right. I just thought you were cute in your little ball outfit and your hat. I always liked you in a hat. And so, I don't know how we met, Mitt. Did I come back to the softball game? So, there was an arrangement, essentially. I think Stacy essentially arranged it where we would, we'd meet. I was nervous. Were you nervous? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I so. Nervous. So you came to the you came to the ball game, and then we met after that game. And so I remember what you were wearing that night. Mm-hmm. I still one hundred percent remember. You were wearing a orange shirt. Mm-hmm. You had on a blue jean jumper dress. Am I saying that right? Sure. And white kid tennis shoes on. Yeah. That's exactly. 
that's exactly what you were wearing. I remember it. Mm-hmm. And so then after the game, you know, obviously we intro- we introduced each other or in- were introduced to each other. And then we went to Waffle House. And that was literally, I think, the last time that you spoke that whole night. I was nervous. And then I sat and talked with Jeremy, who is your who was your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. now mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sat and talked at Waffle House, talked just about stuff. I mean, I don't even really remember the conversation. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, we left it there. And the... I didn't call you. I didn't call you right right away. And Stacy came back up to me a couple days later, or maybe she called me or stopped me at church. I can't remember what it was. And she said, "Are you gonna Are you gonna call Christy?" And I said, "I said yeah." I said I just you know I know she wanted me to call whatever. I don't I don't remember the reason I didn't call. And so I called. I called you and I asked for the wrong person. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. I called and said, I wanted, I wanted to speak with, I said, Can I, you answered the phone mm-hmm. and I called and said, can I speak to Crystal? Yes. And I told my sister, I said, um, it's him, but he's wanting to talk to you. And she's like me, why do you want to talk to me? And I was like, Oh no. So she got on the phone and she said, this is Crystal, but I think you want to talk to my sister, Christy. And, then you were embarrassed. I was embarrassed by that, mm-hmm. definitely. So, I mean, we we talked. We went out. Then we de- talked a lot, actually. Yeah, we talked. And then we went on our first, I don't know if it was a date, but we went and played putt-putt. Mm-hmm. I remember what you were wearing that night. Yeah. You were wearing a white T-shirt, <laughs> light-colored jeans, and white kids. <laughs> you love the white kids. Might have been the only pair of shoes I had. <laughs> I'm not a real big shoe person, so. Um, and yeah, and so we we just kind of started. That's kind of where it all started. We started hanging out and making out, and we dated for six months, July to five. December, five months, mm-hmm. and then I asked you to marry me. Yeah. And then five months after that, we were married. Mm-hmm. And so within 11 months of each other, we met, we dated, we made out, we got engaged, and then we were married. Mm-hmm. And here we are today. Yeah. Then we moved to LaGrange. Yeah. And that was probably one of the best decisions that we ever made as far as growing together in a marriage. We had Lily, and then we moved. Stayed in LaGrange for a long time, and then come back here when Emma was a baby. Yeah. And we've been here ever since. Yeah, that move to LaGrange was probably one of the best things we ever did. I, it was challenging uh, in in several ways, but it was probably one of the best things we ever did. It helped having good friends there. Yeah. So we weren't all alone. It helped having... Yeah, Wesley and Jessica yeah. were there. They mm-hmm. were the youth pastors. We went to be the children's pastors. Um, we grew... All four of us grew together, <laughs> like close together, you know. Yeah. They just... had lived there. How long did Wesley and Jessica live there? I don't know. I think I think Wesley had been there three years, maybe. I can't remember. I do know we got married, and they got married right after us, didn't they? Yeah. Like the same year, different month? Same year, different month. I think Wesley was already either 
in LaGrange or about to go to LaGrange. He was already there when they got married because I remember Pastor Chad came to the wedding. And he, and that, so fun fact, Pastor Chad was our pastor for a while. He's bald headed now, but that was before he shaved his head completely bald and he just had like the bowl around hair. I remember him <laughs> sitting in the church with that. So, yeah. So I told y'all it wasn't the most interesting story. But, I mean, when you know, you know, I think. I think you can date seven or eight years. Yeah. But when you kind of know, you kind of know. So that, yeah, we, that's our story. We had a quick, <laughs> we had a, I think for a lot of people, we had a quick whirlwind of a romance that led to marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, your mom and Gary did, too. Theirs is shorter than ours. So Yeah, they met and got married in like three I, days. Know, I think that we, it was a quick thing, but I... Theirs is way quicker than ours, so and, and they're still together as well. So, so this year we will have been married twenty two years. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. Twenty two years. I can, because Emma <laughs> tells me my age. <laughs> yeah, she lets me know, Mom, you're acting like an old person. Yeah. Like, so, so, uh, so y'all, y'all can wake up since we bored you to death with our with our story. Y'all can wake up now. But let me ask you this. So I would say, based on time together, we've had a we've had a successful marriage. Um, not because we're perfect or because we get it all together, but because we're committed to the marriage. I think that's what makes it successful. And I'll say us marrying, you know, within the year. I'm a different person today, and you're a different person today than the person that we married. Yeah. I mean, not for the wrong, but we know each other way better now than, than we did when we said I do. That's a, No, that's a, that's absolutely true. We do know each other a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to... Which is a good thing. No, I mean, it is. It's a good thing. I love you more now than I did probably when... We first got married. I mean, you're in that newlywed stage to where, oh, roses and rainbows all the time. But we can genuinely look at each other now and say, I truly do love you. The good, the bad, and sickness and in health, you know, this past week. So, anyway. Yeah. No, it's absolutely. The longer that we've been married. And so, I think, I think there are attributes that contribute to successful couples, successful marriages, relationships that last. Um, There's a couple of successful attributes to that. Uh, That doesn't just happen on accident. It's work that's put into it. It's intentionality that's put into it. Um, There is a podcast that that I listen to uh, called The Naked Marriage Podcast, and it is – it is led or it is done by our friends, Dave and Ashley Willis. Now, I wouldn't say that they're great friends. They're probably more acquaintances. Um, but I could I could call him on the phone if I wanted to, and I think that he would answer the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least I'd like to think. I'd like to think he would. Maybe he wouldn't. Uh, but I'd like to think that he would. Uh, but they do. Man, Dave and Ashley are absolutely phenomenal Um they have great content. They are a part of the XO Marriage uh, organization, 
And that by itself is is just a phenomenal group of people. And their focus really is just helping people grow in their marriage. And and that's the whole that's the whole premise of that. And so Dave and Ashley are a big part of that. Um, anyway, I follow them on Instagram as well, and they post things. They post things all the time. And one of the things that they posted a couple of weeks ago, I actually took a screenshot of it, was seven habits of happy couples. Seven habits of happy couples. And so uh, I read it last week. Obviously, nobody knows what we said because the microphone wasn't on. But I want to read it again. You looked up to make sure the microphone was working, right? Mm-hmm. I did. I have done that multiple times today, too, just to make sure. But I wanted to read this and kind of get your thought on your perspective on why this is important in a relationship, in a marriage, primarily, since that's what we're talking about. So, Seven Habits of Happy Couples. This is from the Naked Marriage Podcast. Uh, the first one is this. Smile every time you see each other. Smile every time you see each other. What do you think about that? Do you think that's important to smile? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that say? What kind of what does that bring to the to the day or to the moment when you smile? It shows that you like me. And when you like someone or you're being polite or nice to someone, then you smile at them. I smile all the time, even when I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. It just means something else when your spouse smiles at you when you walk in a room. I think sometimes when you walk in a room, you try to you try to gauge the mood and the the mood of of the moment. If you know how, and not not just for you, but for anybody, you go into a, a work meeting or whatever it is, you try to gauge the mood of the room. What is that like? Because sometimes people have bad days. Some people have slept wrong. Sometimes people have things on their mind. They're worried about something, um, and so you kind of you kind of do that. And a smile kind of lets that person know, "Hey, I'm glad to see you." It's like what you said. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you're here. I mean, I could be having a long, bad day, and you come home, the first thing you do is smile at me. You know, it can lighten my room, like lighten my feelings of, oh, yeah. he's, Chris is home. He's happy to see me. Yeah, it kind of, it can, it can help, um, you know, and it kind of just sets, it can set the mood for that moment and where the direction of that goes. I think your tone of voice has a lot to do with that, too. Like, you know, there's a difference in, I say, how are you doing today? Fun. Or, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. There's a difference in that. Uh, I, I know that. Something that I'm try to be conscious of, and I don't think that I do it perfectly all the time, but I try to be conscious that when you call me, how I answer the phone. Because I don't... It, there's a level of comfort inside of marriage and relationships that it's totally okay and acceptable that when you call me for me to just say, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Because we, we talk to each other all the time. We're comfortable with each other. We know each other better than, than anybody else. And so it's, it's totally normal to be like, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? But then when other people call, you get a you get a tone like, "Hey, how are you doing, man? It's so good to see you. What's up?" Mm-hmm. And so you hear that, and then you hear me talk to you, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then you're like, "Well, why aren't you that excited to talk to me?" It's true, though. And so 
I try to make a conscious effort that when you call, I'm just as excited to talk with you, if not more than anybody else, without putting on a show and being like, hey there, Christy, it's so great to see you. I don't want to be like that, but I I try. I'm, I do make a conscious effort to for you to hear that I'm glad you you call me. Hey, babe, how you doing today? What's up? What you up to? You sound like that when I I try to. Not all the time, but I I try to. Okay. I remember that. Yeah, you have to pay attention. Okay, I'll pay attention to how you answer. You have to pay attention to how you answer. But I think there's value in that, Mm -hmm. in the tone that you speak with, uh, just like a smile on your face. It sets the mood. It sets the the tone for that moment, and where you know how the rest of that that moment could go. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay, number two, number two, always be respectful, especially. When disagreeing, what do you think about that? I think that's a good point because we disagree a lot. <laughs> you and I are polar opposites. <laughs> we don't agree on most things. Um, yeah, we don't agree on most things. I mean, just we like different things. We prefer different things. Our interests, for the most part, are different things. Um and so we we tend to disagree mm-hmm. a lot, but there's a level of respect in that. I think how you and I respond to disagreements, you know, especially around the girls, around other people, we both should respect each other, even though we do disagree quite often, um, especially in front of people as well as when we're just alone. Yeah, you know? but there's value in that, like. Like I will oftentimes call you because we are different. You help me to see things differently. And it's, it's not uncommon for me to call you and say, here's a situation. Here's how I see it. Tell me how you see it. And it's no, (laughs) and and you normally help me to see a full, a greater perspective than what I normally see. And so just because we disagree and a bad thing, it's a, it's a very helpful thing for me. It's good to know. I always have an opinion about something and it's normally not the same opinion you have. So, well, that's good that I'm your helper. The other thing about this is I think it's important in how disagreements happen. Like I would, I never want to be like, well, that your opinion's stupid. Mm-hmm. That sucks. You know, forgive me for saying that, but mm-hmm. um, I, I I would not say that. I'd say I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think I don't think that's what I think about that. Um, I think the tone again, tone matters in how you communicate and how you talk. I tend to when I get when I get excited or my mood gets elevated, I get loud. And a lot of times you'll be like, don't, don't scream at me. Don't yell at me. And I'm not yelling. I'm just excited. And when I get excited, I start talking louder. It's just a natural, it's a natural thing. Um, and then you'll be like, well, well, don't, don't yell at me. I'm right. not, I'm not. And so then now, you know, 22 later in, 22 years later in, I'm still trying to watch when I get excited to not I, I can do it. I mean, I can do it at work as well. I just I just get loud. Right. And it can be very intimidating when you're not a loud person to have a loud person kind of get really loud over a situation, work, home, anywhere. I don't like being around loud people in the grocery store or in a restaurant or anything. So 
I totally agree. Okay. All right. Number three. This is again from the Naked Marriage Podcast. Uh, number three, seven habits of happy couple, couples showing show affection outside of the bedroom. So don't just show affection inside the bedroom. Show it outside of the bedroom. Now, you are not a... You're not a touchy-feely person. I very much am a touchy-feely person. Let, let's talk about this for a minute. Just from your perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like this one? Your touching and my touching is two different things. Like, I love to walk by and smack you on the fanny. And I would love for you just to massage me without complaining. That touch to me shows love beyond measure if that. To me. Yeah. Now, touching to you may be different, you know, as far as podcast work material, but. I want to touch the no-no areas. Chris, we're not talking about that. I can't say that. No. Okay, I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> I, I love to hold hands. I love to hug, but not long periods of time. Yeah, very, very short. I mean, but to be hugged tightly suffocates me. I don't like that. But give me a hug. Five seconds, I'm good. Yeah. Hold my hand in the speed car. Speed hugs. Yeah. You like a good speed <laughs> hug. So that's touch. Physical touch, you know, is pretty much. I think there's. A, a good massage. I'll throw that out there again. So you yeah. hear me. The second time, you pushed me right by think, that. I do think that there is uh, something to do with love languages in that and mm-hmm. the way that you perceive that. You're not a physical touch kind of person. I am a physical touch kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, I love to walk by, smack you on the fanny. Now, I have gotten in trouble with that before. I, did, I have made a mistake with that and your your twin sister, Crystal, before. Well, have we ever talked about that? Not here. Well, um, not on the podcast? I don't think so. She may not even remember it. So I remember it. There was one time that we were at her house. Her house. In the kitchen. And you... You said we're, we were dressed similar. Y'all were both in gray sweatpants, and you both had on white t-shirts, and you both had your hair in buns. Now, overall, I know a lot of people that don't know you, know you and your sister, mm-hmm. think you look alike and you talk alike. I don't see, I mean, I see that you're twins, but I don't think that. But a lot of people do, especially if they don't know you that well. Mm-hmm. But... When you're wearing the same pants, same shirt, and your hair is pulled up, <laughs> um, it's easy to smack the wrong person on the fanny. I just want to throw it out there. I've done that. Your sister turned around, looked at me. I looked at her. I didn't say anything. I just walked away. <laughs> I just walked away. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was tough. So, yeah, physical touch has uh, has gotten me in some trouble before. <laughs> But yeah, I love a good I love a good a good fanny pat. Okay. Um, so and I love a good back massage. I know you've said that three times. You're ignoring me, so I'm show making sure you heard me. Show affection outside of the bedroom, but that is important. I do think to show that, especially for someone that has physical touch, that's important. That's an important part. I think it's important whether you like that or not to kiss, to hug, to hold hands, sit on the couch beside each other, be near each other. I think it's healthy to do that in front of the girls as well so they see yeah. a healthy relationship of I what agree. a husband and a wife should should be. I agree. I think it's good demonstration mm-hmm. um, for your kids. Now, number four might be my favorite one on this list. Uh, that's to also show affection inside 
the bedroom, if you know what I mean. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. I've been really trying, baby. I got this. I got it's like podcast the musical I again. I guess so. Man, that's out of your heart. It just comes just, out. Man, it? you start talking about number four. <laughs> uh, number four is important. Now, we have a code word for affection in the bedroom, it's called clean sheets. Yes. I was informed some time ago <laughs> that when you say I put on some clean sheets, that means that number four is about to go down. Or is throwing a hint out there. Yeah. I think that you should text little hints like that. That kind of adds flame to the relationship. Yeah. Flames to the fire. Some clean sheet Sparks action. Sparks to the fire. Clean sheets. Yeah. All right. In all seriousness. <laughs> And I wonder, do y'all have code words out there? I, that, I would love to know that. Do y'all have a code word of, I don't mean, I don't want to know it, know it, but if you have a code word, text I me, know Christy. It. We, we have code words. I want to know it. Um, we have because code words. Because if I'm hanging around y'all and um, and I hear that code word, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to give the dude a high five and then push him out the door. Go on, Just Billy. be like, y'all guys to go, y'all. <laughs> Y'all, 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 y'all gotta not, don't even stay here. Just go on. Because <laughs> it's, it's helpful to have right. code. code so here's what I want to say about this. It's intimate, sexual intimacy with your spouse isn't optional. It's a necessity. It's something that it needs to happen and it needs to happen often. Now, I do think in a realistic world, Guys, obviously, for the most part, tend to want intimacy, that type of intimacy more than women do, but it needs to happen. It can't be, it, there can't be an absence of it. It can't be a void of it. It's part of a healthy relationship. And so whether you have been married for, for one day uh, or you've been married for 22 years or 54 years, obviously we haven't been to the 54 year mark we only know about the 22 years but but just you need that you need that closeness with one another and i'll say this being married almost 22 years you're not a mind reader and i'm not a mind reader that's good and so you may be wanting clean sheets code word and i may not have a clue so we throw out clean sheets out there kind of throwing out a hint or letting you know because yeah. you don't read my mind, and I don't read your mind. And I, so you have to communicate that. Otherwise, there will never be clean sheet action, and no one will, will you'll be frustrated and aggravated because we're not mind readers. What you just said, I think, would solve if, – if couples could – and I think it, I, we actually talk about this in just a second. Um, but just say, like – if it's clean sheet time for you, mm-hmm. you just need to say it. I agree. Like, yo, it's time to clean the sheets. Let's make it happen. For real. Let's go. I'll go change the sheets. Just tell the kids, I got to go change the sheets. And then shut the door and change the sheets. Yeah, you know? girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying communicate it in some type of form. And it's kind of fun when it's just your code word yeah. or, you know, a secret. Between the two of you, yeah. it kind of makes it a little bit more fun, sparks a little fire, you know, in the room. So Okay. All right. All right, number five. Um, be quick to apologize and quick to forgive. Mm-hmm. This is important 
Be quick to apologize, quick to forgive. Now, you're good about apologizing. I'm not as good as about apologizing. I think people would find that surprising. I wonder if people would see it opposite. You are very quick to apologize. I'm very slow to apologize. Now, I will apologize, but it, it comes a lot easier for you than it does for me. Yeah. What was the other one? Be quick to, apolo- uh, quick to apologize and quick to forgive. I have a hard time forgiving. Yeah. When, when I'm done wrong or well, you're quick to forgive as well, a lot quicker than I am. Here's what happens when you don't forgive is oftentimes the relationship stops there. Mm-hmm. And everything that happens, the relationship cannot progress beyond the last unforgiven part of it. Because you, everything will be measured back to that moment. Right. Even good moments will be like, yeah, but right. X, Y, Z. Right. And so in order for relationships to continue forward then and to grow, then forgiveness has to take place. Now, here's, what, here's the tricky part of this. There are genuine, there are genuine mistrust and and acts that happen that are harder to forgive than others. It's different. There are some things that are greater to forgive than someone forgetting to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. P- people in marriages are dealing with greater betrayals than that. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But I also know that God's grace is sufficient and his strength is sh- is sure. And even though it may take work, it may take effort, there is power inside of him to give to give forgiveness and to apologize. Now, a lot of times we don't apologize because we're prideful. Mm-hmm. But to extend forgiveness, sometimes that is a you know, that is a, a act of faith that you walk in. But but genuinely, in order for you to move forward in your relationship, you have to extend forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So were you gonna say something out? I don't know. I forgot. If I okay. Did. All right. Number six. Going. This is, goes back to what you said a second ago. Communicate about everything. Mm-hmm. This is essential. Like if you don't, if you're not doing this, then man, something something crazy is is going on. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like if if I'm upset about something, or you're upset about something, or you're worried about something, there's no way for us to know it if we're not talking to yes. each other about it. And so a lot of arguments happen in relationships because one doesn't know what the other one's thinking. Yes, this right here would solve, I would venture to say that number six, communicate about everything, would solve 60 to 75% of all issues inside of relationships. Mm -hmm. If there was a level of trust that you could just say, hey, I'm feeling this way about this. I'm frustrated about this. There's no, you know, there's no judgment. There's no lashback. If our pride is in check and we're not like, you know, why'd you ask me about that? And we don't lash back at somebody, (coughs) excuse me, healthy communication would solve 60 to 75% of relationships. Mm -hmm. And you know what's sad is there are some relationships that just don't feel like they can do that. Mm -hmm. And that's sad. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you to go and find someone you can talk to. 
find a counselor and and get some help because you need that and and your relationship deserves that level of health inside of it. All right, last one. Uh, be encouragers, not critics. Be encouragers, not critics. I think that's important as well is to know that you've got somebody that's not a yes man, but somebody that's in your corner regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got your six. They have your six. <laughs> like, for example, you and I, going back to how different we are, we don't agree on, on things. But I know at the end of the day, you're with me. And so you're not, you're not against me. You're for me. Now, you see things differently than how I see them, but you're for me. I'm for you, mm-hmm. and I'm with you, and I'm, you know, we're, we are, we're stronger when we operate together, and we need to know that as we go through life that, you know, as the day gets tough or situations come up, we've got somebody at home, we've got somebody in our life that has our back, they support us, they believe in us, when nobody else does that somebody that has that. And and so all of these things, to me, everything else we've talked about leads to this one being true, mm-hmm. that you know that you've got that, that encouragement behind you. Mm-hmm. And that genuine love. Like, I know you genuinely love me, and I think that you would tell anybody that in any situation outside of the home. or. And there are those people that have critical spirits. Mm-hmm. That everything's wrong, nothing's right, nothing's good enough. Um, I would if if you find that that's you if in a moment where you can be really really honest, I would just challenge you to. There is a place for total honesty. Mm-hmm. I believe that, but there is also a place for you to be someone to encourage and to to help and not. Everything is wrong, and just because it is doesn't mean that you have to point out every single thing that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And there is just a a spirit of critical, you know, you know these these people that think that well, well somebody's got to tell them it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, maybe so, but does it always have to be you? Because eventually, sir, ma'am, if you keep being critical then eventually your criticism means absolutely nothing and you just became you just become a noise in an annoying noise mm-hmm. in our heads in our minds so maybe back off and don't get offended if someone calls you out on being negative or critical all the time sometimes people spouses whoever have to point it out parents with even children we have to point it out sometimes to maybe have you look at it a different way to maybe you don't even realize that you are being critical or negative or negative net all the time, but someone needs to maybe snap you out of it to start looking at it in a different way. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to get on harp on that or anything today, but yeah, there, there's a lot I think that could be unpacked inside of this. If you, um, if you changed your outlook sometimes and tried to be a little more encouraging than not encouraging yeah. what, negative, I guess. If you think about your day and you can't think of one way that you've encouraged, Go do that. Tell somebody, man, I, I, I appreciate you. I love you. You're valuable. For example, Emma got in the car the other day. Her school had put on this pretty cool thing to me. They had food trucks come for all the good kids that have 
gotten so many points for the month. Um, if you got 12 or more, you got to go to this little outing that they had put together. And um, Emma got in the car, and the first thing she said was, man, that was so boring. And I said, Emma, I said, I can't believe that you're saying that. I said, the school went out of their way to make a great day. I said, you can't find one good thing out of the day to get in the car and tell me, except it was boring and you didn't enjoy yourself. I said, we should probably think of one good thing about the day instead of all of the bad, is what I told her. So yeah. that's what I was thinking about as we were talking about it. So. That's good. So anyway, <laughs> we have gone down a rabbit hole. We have. Yeah. We, I feel like, I feel like I struck a nerve with myself in that conversation, okay. but, but all of these things together help to, to have healthy relationships. And ultimately last thing I'll say about it is this is your relationship is what you make it. Mm-hmm. If you put in the work, make a commitment It'll be what you what you make it. And mm-hmm. so, man, I want to encourage you. Maybe your relationship isn't where you want it to be. Get some help. Work on it. Do it together. Um, and don't give up hope because the God that I serve is greater than any situation, any spirit, any obstacle that you face. So don't, don't give up hope. Uh, keep fighting. Keep moving forward. And uh, I just believe that that you can see and get what it is that, that you want out of your marriage and relationship. So, all right. Anything else, Christy? No, I think we're good. We've almost talked an hour. Yeah, we sure have. Um, well guys, that's about it. If you've hung in this long, if you made it this far, if we didn't bore you to death with our relationship story, um, (laughs) hopefully you guys have, uh, hopefully you, you hung in there at least through that part. It got good after that, right, Christy? I felt like it did. Yeah. <laughs> it, that middle part was a little snoozy. I was concerned. Yeah, but we got there. We finally got to something worth listening to. So You know I'm joking about it. You, <laughs> you know I love you. It wasn't like a, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you hate our story. I'll tell you what we'll do. Me and you will make up a new story and then we'll come back next week and tell that story. Whatever. We'll go watch like Sleepless in Seattle or something like that and retell that story as our story. Okay. <laughs> I'm messing with you, babe. I love you. Okay. Hey, uh, well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate it. Um, and in all, in all sincerity, we appreciate you. you if you made it this far, uh, thank you for that. And, uh, man, I just want to encourage you. We'd love to hear from you, connect with you. You can do that. The best way, really, is through the Lots About Something podcast Instagram page. So you can go check that out there. We post clips and things like that. You can shoot us some messages. Uh, and we'd love to love to get some feedback from you. Uh, also, however you're listening, we'd love it if you hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button. That way, every time we post a new podcast, it'll be in your feed. So whether that is you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or as we mentioned earlier, maybe you're watching us over on Spotify. Uh, man, we love it if you follow us and uh, maybe even leave us a rating and let us know what you think. Leave a comment, all that kind of good stuff there as well. All right, guys. Well, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, until Happy next Valentine's time, Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you lots. We love you lots. And until next <laughs> time, guys. See ya. Bye, guys. Y'all have a great one. <laughs>